When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's your girl, Kiami Daviel, and I am so excited. I'm going to be on Cherry's World Podcast. Make sure you check it out. The only podcast coming through your beat stereo is Cherry's World, so let's go around like a merry-go. Plug your phone in, make sure it got a full battery. Download it Wednesday, listen to it Saturday. She cover all topics, whatever you after. She got ball players, authors, doctors, actors, rappers, singers, entrepreneurs, divas, leaders, androids, or Apple. Turn up your speakers. Trying to shoot my shot like the vaccine Whether it's Cherry or Maxine Whether the podcast or acting She that queen PYT, you know what that mean Saw you on TV and touched the screen Touch on you, I plead Lucy has got a crush on you It'll mean the world Get a blush from you Teaspoon to me, leave you sleep like Robitussin do. So look, I'm just gonna jump into it And we already okay. been talking without you, Courtney But I am, so, first of all I feel really bad to do this to you, right? Because people have done this to me like my whole life. And I'd be like, come on, man, why you got to go there? But I have two love affairs with this young lady because she's a grown woman. Okay. She ain't no little girl no more. But when I first met her, I met her like everybody else did. You know what I'm saying? And I was, I was so proud to see a version of myself, a little version of myself, I got two copies. One I kept in the plastic all these years and I've never opened it. (laughs) And the other copy my daughter now watches because she'd be like watching her auntie on TV. You know what I'm saying? Period. (laughs) But this is just a a slice of what you've done. And I know you hate it because like Punky Brewster is all anybody ever said to me. (laughs) It's family made. So I feel you. But I have to pay homage because that's where I fell in love with you. And then I got the honors of meeting you later in life (laughs) as a woman and in love with you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I I appreciate that. And seriously, likewise, like absolutely likewise. And, you know, it's, it's such a pleasure to see, you know, individuals who, understand what it's like to kind of grow up in this industry and somebody that you know like a big sis I can reach out you know we can talk you know what I mean and it's it's so nice because and I also understand that whose shoulders I stand on you know what I mean because I mean hey you paved the way so that I could have people you know to watch me do what I love to do so you know it's the the feeling is definitely absolutely mutual Oh, like for real, Courtney, she holds such a special place in my heart, like half of America. 
But what makes it so special for me is I didn't meet her until she was a woman and I was a grown woman and she was just as sweet as I always prayed that she would be. So my first question for you is how do you grow up in Hollywood Mm -hmm. and not let it taint your heart? Yeah, it's because it's easy to do. It is absolutely easy to do. I definitely have to, um, you know, pay all homage and respect to my mom because my mom is that individual who was like, oh, you got to stay humble because there's one diva in the house and that's me. So I don't know (laughs) what you thought this was. Let me just tell you what it's not. (laughs) And it's that. So, um, so I definitely think that's a big part of it. And also, you know, my faith plays a huge part of it in realizing that at the end of the day, God giveth and he can take it away if you don't handle it correctly. You know, so just being able to to remain humble and understanding that these individuals that, you know, support me deserve the respect. They deserve my thank yous. They deserve my love. And um, so I think that, that that was a huge, huge part of it. Just knowing, you know, and especially also knowing where I came from. You know, it's a very small town in Kentucky and being able to realize that people weird to say but they look up to me you know it's it's individuals who have watched me grow and so I owe it to them to be my best self not only myself but to my fans I owe it to be my best self so I think that just kind of coming to those terms at an early age really really helped me just stay grounded and not let you know any Hollywood or fame get to my head so you have such a unique name did do you what is, like, how did your mom come up with that? Or whoever okay. Yes. So, mom, um, she actually liked the name Kia. And then she liked the name Ami. And funny story, she's seen the name Ami on, and see, this is why I'm dating myself. Um, I just turned 35 on Saturday, so this is how I know I'm old, old. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. It's so weird to say, like 35. I'm like, what? Wow. Okay, well, you know, hey, new chapter, loving it, loving it. Um, so she found the name Ami on Star Search. She was watching Star Search, and there was a contestant named Ami, and she was like, I like that. But she didn't want to walk around calling me that all the time, which she does because that's my nickname. But so she put them together. So it's actually Kiyomi, but it's Kiyomi because I don't even say Kiyomi. I just, it's fine. It's Kiyomi and that's what we're going with. So that's actually how she. (laughs) I've been saying your name wrong for years then. If it's Kiyomi, because I've been calling you Kiyomi. And and, and that is fine. Okay. That is absolutely fine. Because she's like, well, you know, it's, it's Kiyomi. No, it's Kiyomi, sis. It's, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, so, yeah, so that's how she made it up. And come to find out, I actually spoke with someone, this is probably a few years ago, didn't even know this, but it actually means resurrection in Arabic. So I found out later, supposedly. So and she was like, together, I didn't. The name she just mm-hmm. put together actually means something. Supposedly, that's what they told me. And right. she was like, I knew that. I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> And then you got the perfect last name to go with it, too. Like, everything flows well. Thank you. Yes. And Man. that, um, Davielle is actually, that's my middle name. Um, but it's, I go by Kiami Davielle. Mm-hmm. But I go by Kiami Davielle because my whole name is, like, 
super long. So, and that she also found, I don't know what it was with her and Star Search. Um, there was a contestant named Raphael. And so she just changed it to that video. I need her to stop watching TV. Yeah. See, I thought somebody <laughs> in your family was French. I was like, they Creole or something. Yeah. Now, see, she be, she be trying to put a little twist on it. You know, she be, she's so extra sometimes. She just be so extra. <laughs> but no, that's, that's, that's my homie, though. So that's how she came up with it. And it's just, I, I feel like it just, it fits me. Yeah. Hey, what yeah. are you dating yourself? Like, what that mean? So that means that I am, um, you know, for those like younger generations who might not remember what Star Search is, it's me kind of showing my age, so to speak, saying, yes, I remember Star Search. I used to watch Star Search. And, you know, we have these, like I said, these younger generations that are coming up that are like, I don't know what you're talking about. So that's what I mean when I say, yeah, I'm dating myself, kind of showing my age just oh, I a little you. bit. Okay. All right, well. Let me, let me yeah. say you yeah. <laughs> You're 35. At 35, yes, I, I was wild and living <laughs> my best life. So, sis, get it in for the next yes, couple of years. Okay? Yes, yes. And I'm so, I'm so ready. Now, it's this newfound um, aches and pains that have just, I'm like, what? what is this? Like, what's, what's happening? I don't know if it's from the move or if it's the eight. I, I don't know. But <laughs> that's the thing. I just moved to. And I can still mm-hmm. do the same things I did when I was in my 30s, but I feel a lot different the next day. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. The female you- body changes every seven years. That's what they don't tell us. I did not see. Oh, so That's we, a knowledge right there. We're going to have a conversation, a deep conversation, you and I, in about four more years. I'm ready. I'm, ooh. Right? Yeah, because I'll be almost a 40. Yes. We're going to have a deep conversation because there's a whole lot of things and stuff. I started going through premenopause at 35 and nobody told me that that was even possible. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. I went to the doctor. I thought I had HIV. What the what? I webbed indeed all my symptoms. I was having (laughs) cold flashes. Okay. 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 I couldn't keep my hair, you know. Uh, yeah. I keep my hair straight at night. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on, and when I looked on WebMD, it said HIV. Jesus, I went to the doctor. Got look at Cordy. I got my blood taken. <laughs> they told me they call me back. This is dating myself in ten days because they didn't have the. Ah, uh, see, mm-hmm. see, see. Mm-hmm. I didn't get no call. Doctor and call okay. told me nothing. So I had diarrhea. I thought I was dying. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. It, it's not a death sentence no more. But back then, we ain't know. You know what I'm saying? We ain't know. So yeah. I called the doctor and I was like, yo, just give me the news. Doc, doc was like, you're negative. I start crying. Okay. Negative is bad, right? No, that's a good thing. Well, yeah. But in my <laughs> head. <laughs> yes. He was like, oh, God, I'm dying. So look, all that was wrong with me was my estrogen levels fell and nobody told me that was possible. So sis, no, there's some weird stuff going on. You good. That's what that is. Okay. Got you. Got you. Good to know. No, yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to have that conversation because, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's right around the bend. I'm like, oh, I'm in thirties now, you know, it's hitting different. So party, party, live it up. Yes, I intend to. I, I feel I feel good, like it's a, it's a new chapter, you know, and it's, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm blessed because I literally know individuals who did not make it to 35, 
So, you know, I'm like, I am, I am absolutely, absolutely grateful. And, you know, I had a little, a little trip to Cabo. I was like, yeah, you know, let's go up here and turn up one time for the one time. So, you know, that was cute. So, now, you know, I have fun. I kind of want to get up in your business a little bit. And you ain't got to tell me, you can tell, you can say, get out my business, get out my business. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Are you in a relationship? I am not. How? Do I want to be? Yes. <laughs> so how hard is it dating, right? When people don't even take the time to get to know you as a person, they know the characters that you played, whether it was when you were on Moesha or whatever else. Um, and they feel like they want to date those girls instead of learning who you are as a person. Like how hard is it to date when you grew up on TV? It is. It is so, so difficult because it's exactly what you said. It's more so of, you know, you don't want to put forth the effort to get to know me. You're, you're not wanting to know who, like, really key Ami is. Um, and it's it's just, it's just a lack of consistency for me. I can't. I just, I, I can't because then it just makes me be like, okay, I can't have you be inconsistent and interested. Like, it just, it doesn't, that doesn't work for me. So that's really like the biggest problem. And then, you know, you have individuals who the first thing that they want to do is, uh, you know, get me into somebody's bed. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Um, do you know my favorite color? Do you know my last name? Do you know what I'm allergic to? Like, can we, can we not? Like, I don't. <laughs> they don't care. It? Your favorite cover, of course, is lavender. That's all they're going to say. That's all they're going to say. It. That's it. And be like, we good. So, no, we not good. What about, the, what about the show-off factor? Do they, like, take you to their homies' houses or to their to they uncles and stuff so that they can show that they were the girl from TV? Because they did that to me, and I hate it. Yeah, it happens. It does happen. And, and, you know, a lot of the time, that's not usually the first thing, you know, that I'll bring up unless somebody, like, asks about it. You know, but, yes, it'll, it'll happen. And then, or, you know, I tell my mom about you. And she loves Matilda. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, cool, okay. And I'm like, and it doesn't, I mean, you can be, like, I can enjoy the fact that it's something that you like as far as, like, my work. And I'm always humbled by that. I just don't want that to be a driving force. And I will always tell anybody mm -hmm. that I'm dating, I'm different. I'm just, I'm a different type of chick. I don't necessarily consider myself high maintenance, if you will, but I require a lot. But in my requirement, I give just as much as I ask for. So it's always, you know, a 50-50 type situation. I but. know you. I know you. So for you to say that you <laughs> require much, Courtney, she requires respect. She requires yeah. you not to be playing no games with her because she's going to see through your bullshit anyway. But isn't that Period. the process, though? Isn't that regardless of you famous or not? You know what I'm saying? Because isn't that part of the process? I think so. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that kind of yeah. like treating you normal then? Yes. It should be. Okay. It should be. And that's what I want. That's, that's what I ask for. And I ask for just for the individual to exactly... Like she said, show me respect. Like, just be, you know, dedicated. And I always would say I date with intent. 
I date with purpose. I don't just date just because I'm bored and I don't See? have anything else to do with my life. You beyond me because I didn't do that. I never dated with intent. I just dated because okay. if you fun, we going. When you're not fun, right. no right. I'll talk to you no more. But I never dated with the intent of getting my whole thoughts of marriage are misconstrued. So I'm not even going to talk to you about that. But <laughs> I never dated to marry ever. I got you. I got you. And I think that's why I got what I got. I manifested what I was looking for. Mm. It was just mm. a good time. Mm, okay see yeah and i'm like you know i'm i've been there done that like you know i'm just um i i don't have the energy anymore for that like i just i can't i can't do it like let's just come correct now i'm not asking for like a rush like that's that's not the whole thing like i don't need to or want to rush into something because i want to make sure just like you're building a house that the foundation is in solid your house is going to crumble so I want to make sure that as far as the relationship, that there's a solid foundation, but we have to make sure that there is some type of intent. There's some type of effort, that there's some type of goal that we are working towards. Now, is it guaranteed that it is always going to work out? Not necessarily, but if you don't have a direction and you're just literally throwing darts at a dartboard with no bullseye target, what are you doing? So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, let's have a, a goal in mind and let's, work towards that and if it doesn't work at least we can say well hey we tried you know and we really really gave it our best effort but then they don't they, they ain't about that life so i just they ain't about that life right so what are your requirements and what are you looking for because you know people gonna be in my inbox they're gonna be like what's hey. up with your girl da, 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 da. <laughs> so i gotta be like nah bro you ain't it or and you ain't it I don't know. Maybe we have a chance. Oh, you can't cop block, Terry. Let her, let her decide. No, I'm a cop block. <laughs> you ain't got no job. Don't inbox me about her. You got a criminal record. Don't inbox me about her. I will fight over her. Hey, throwing hey. hands. All of them. <laughs> Period. On site. So, yes, That's I'm it. a cop block. But if a potential potential hit me up, I'm going to call. Let's get it. What if, what if, he, it. What if he's uh, a guy that's in between relationships. Uh, don't mm-hmm. call her. Uh, wait, wait, what's she say? <laughs> I'm a, uh, okay. That's that's a hard one because it, it really like in between what, what are we talking about? Because I feel like everybody has a past. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm definitely not going to I, I'm not one to judge, period. Um but how how like in between are we talking are we talking like a week or are we talking about like a year because are you, the important are you talking stuff, about you going from this apartment to this apartment is that in between like <laughs> see what i'm saying like what what is we talking like what's the you know parameters within that because my whole thing would be i need you to heal from that mm-hmm. whatever that was yeah. i need you to heal from that just like i would have to take time to right. heal because i can't have you bring that to me and vice versa. So I need you to be completely healed from that. Understand what you like and what you don't like and take the lesson from whatever that was and you can most certainly apply it. But I need you to heal. I don't need you. I, I can't because I, I, I'm not in the business of trying to... Uh, a broken person can't fix another broken person, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So... We we can't both be in here just trying to like 
heal from childhood traumas and, and stuff like that. And, and then, you know, we just had Joe Smith over here break my heart and you just had Jane Smith over here break your heart and you see me and I see you and we're so vulnerable and, you know, in this like really weird space that we feel like it's something that it's not because we haven't taken the time to heal. Nah, I'm good. I'm good on that. However, if you're in between, meaning, you know, it's been like a year and you have fully healed, you have digested, you have taken from that what you needed to take from it, holler. I'm good with that. Okay. So it just depends on the situation, you know. Um, requirements. Mm-hmm. Please work. I, I'm not totally concerned about what you do as far as your profession, meaning as long as it's legal. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, not. Damn, you took off half of the people I know. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, but I gotta, I gotta call it what it is. Um, you know, as long as it's legal, like we good. Um, I, I will support you. I will ride with you. Do whatever. Um, and also being able to, you know, be caring, be compassionate, put forth the effort. I, I, I need to see, not only see, but I need to. Feel that this is something that you are really serious about. Um, I, I want the communication. I not even want. I need the communication. I need us to to be able to have a conversation and to hold a conversation on a daily basis. Now, does that mean I sit by my phone and you sit by yours twenty four seven? No, because that's impossible. However, there is some time during the day. Well, I'm gonna need to hear your voice. I'm gonna need. To, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna need some time. Um, I think also, you know, being very family oriented is huge for me because my family is extremely important to me. Also, I need you to be God fearing because I am, which means that when situations arise and we need to be able to get through that, we need to be able to pray together. Uh, so you- yeah, I mean that's. She asking for nothing hard. And I'm going to throw this in there. She said, I need you to have a job. I don't care what you have. I need you to have a good job because it's a man's job to provide, perfect, and protect. You can't profess anything to her. And I'm not trying to be rude right now. But if you can't pay your own rent, don't call her. Okay? She ain't going to help you pay your rent. I'm a cock block every step of the way. Uh, she don't not. necessarily want their money, but I don't want you going back asking for hers. Cherry, you answer this too. You answer this too. I want to know because I'm like I haven't dated. Oh man, I'm anyway. Uh, are you are you a texter or a caller? Cherry, mm. you too. You know what I? Uh, I'm. You know what I'm okay with like a text during the day, like being able to text during the day, because I know that like, we're busy. There's things going on. You live in working, meeting, whatever I'm doing the same. I get it. At some point at the end of the day, I'm going to need to hear your voice, see your face, FaceTime, phone call something. I'm going to need, I'm going to need that. Okay. So Mm. I don't want a text ship. Okay. I want a relationship. Oh, she's, she's, she's much sweeter than me. Don't call me all the time because you're going to get on. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <what> <laughs> she said nope. But mind you, I haven't dated either in a very long time. 
Mm-hmm. My life is a lot different than hers. Um, I just don't require, I got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? And if you ain't helping me do that shit, if you calling me all the time, you slowing me down. I got kids. My life is different than hers. Well, no, nah, because she's younger. So I want to ask. Yeah. Like, so let me ask you a question. <laughs> How do you feel about like sending pictures and stuff like that? Like, um, she's not sending nudes. Okay, well, no. He said no. <laughs> because that's like, I, I'm hearing that's part okay. of the whole dating process now. They send pictures. They Eventually, when they relationship gets uh, to another level, they send the mm-hmm. new videos and all. Uh, that's part of the... How do you feel about that? Okay, so let me answer for her real quick. And I hate Boom, to there you go. There you go. But... There's an even kill, right? You have to find someone who's evenly yoked with you. Yes. Once you get to a certain point in your life, there's certain things you can't do. No. Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't care if you flip burgers at McDonald's and you're trying to make manager. She's going to ride with you till you make manager because you got to flip them burgers first. She ain't right. sending you no naked picture because she's got more to lose than you do. No. So then people that are sending news, you got to have common sense with the situation. You ain't got nothing to lose, bro. I don't really need to be fucking with you like that. I mean, that's pretty much my answer. I, I mean, she's just nicer than I am. She won't say it. Like that. What about accepting them? Do you? Is that like a requirement? Do you like accept? Do you? I'm just trying. I'm asking these questions because I know the. I'm 41, so I know like the generation behind me. They they do things different. Like we would have never did that stuff. But yeah. I, I'm hearing that that's what they do now. Like, like it used to be a requirement for the man to pick pick the woman up for the date, right? I'm mm-hmm. hearing that a lot of, and I'm not saying this is your your generation, but I'm hearing that a lot of them they Uber everywhere. Like, meet me on a ride share. Yeah, I'm hearing that, so I'm just wondering. Like, is is that? I'm just wondering um, how, how's it dating. No, I got you. Um yeah no i for me and it's 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 a delicate balance because i feel like you have to be able to kind of keep your relationship like spicy if you will but for me it's i think there's so much emphasis on just sex i want intimacy so it's a really big difference now yes there's you know the the physical component the sexual component of any relationship. No problem. Got it. Understand it. Cool. But if you can't stimulate me mentally, then there's there's nothing else that you can do for me physically. Mm-hmm. So sending me, you know, naked pictures ain't <laughs> that's not it for me. Like, no. I, that's 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 not it. See, if I was 35, they didn't have all this technology when I was 35. If I was 35, I would have been like, I don't know, bro, send me a pic. Let me see if I'm going to pick up the phone and we can have this conversation. <laughs> She's like, let me see first. Then we can... That is hilarious. <laughs> hey, stop but age, I ain't mad at it, though. Yourself. That's they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't have it. Nobody can text me a pic. At 35? Yeah. Yes, they did. No. That was what, like 10 years ago? Did they have that? I don't think yeah. so. I think. Yeah. Sure. No. Let me see. Because I was 25. Yeah. 
I don't know, bro. I was living wrong then because now I'd be like, <laughs> nah. I was living wrong or, or, or trying to be too safe because now I'd be like, bro, let me see if we can have a conversation. I don't think so. I'm trying to think who was I dating when I was 35? Nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Never. No. I didn't have no iPhone or nothing back then. I had a Blackberry. I had a Blackberry too, though. I did. And you remember the T-Mobile sidekicks? I yes, I had one of them. Couldn't do nothing. I mean, you do a lot with them sidekicks now. You couldn't get no yeah. pictures, she could did. you? Yes, you can. I think so. Yeah, we wasn't on no news though. Like that wasn't even a thought. Yeah, I'm not. Nah, it was not that. Yeah, that, it that was, was not. not a thought. It was not because I was Missy twenty. When look I was, at look at Courtney over there, like I don't know. See, I don't know. <laughs> Oh yeah. Hey, I tell you what, my my earliest memory of this T-Mobile sidekick, my boy from high school, he ended up being in this rap group y'all probably heard of, but um I ain't gonna say his name. But anyway, he um I was gonna say what was the group? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna ask. He told me, he said, Yo, I'm doing porn now. He said, You gotta see it, and he showed me his porn video on the sidekick. And I was like, dude, you gotta be kidding me. So yeah, they could do all that on the sidekick back. Then. I wasn't even wow. thinking like that on no sidekick. Me neither. I wasn't like, thinking, wow. I wasn't thinking like that on no Blackberry. Uh-uh. No, no. Guess these that kids, was. It's, a, it's a lot. Kids, yeah, these kids invented that nudes and stuff. I didn't know nothing. That, and I was wrong. See, and I, I, I gotta ask, you, ask you a question. Um, and this is Okay, you was on the Steve Harvey show, right? Mm-hmm. What what I, I'm listening to you and I was like, I Googled, I was like, man, what was she on Steve? What was your character on Steve Harvey? Her name was Christina. Okay. So she I was one of his love interests daughters, essentially. So the girl that he was dating, I played her daughter. What was the girl's that, name? You actually remember Christina. No, no, no. The, 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 you said the daughter. You were the daughter. What was the girl? Mm-hmm. The, oh. The, um, I think I was like, I think this is the episode. So I remember like the actress, her real name, I believe is Alex, but I can't remember her last name. Okay. I can see her face, but okay. I can't remember her last name. But what was it like being on the set? Because that was one of my favorite shows. Like, did you did you know that you were like working with Steve Harvey, like, like, what was that like? I did. Um, it's, it was definitely a learning experience for me because of course he's a comedian. So he's very, um, you know, that improv is something that he just, you know, flies off the cuff. So it was definitely good practice for me because that's enabling me to kind of put my skills to the test and think quick on my feet. So anytime, you know, that I've been, fortunate enough to be on set and with whomever I've been able to say this is a learning experience absolutely it's not just a job it's not just me doing what I love this is absolutely a learning experience so what can I gain from the other individuals that I am on set with what can I learn so that was definitely that and, and Steve did, did a lot of improv because I was one I'm like he always said he's not like an actor and I can tell like mm-hmm. I was always a fan of his show it just seemed like he said he always, I, we just showed up and I just, you know, I didn't, I just did my, I just did what they told me to do. I just showed up and added my own thing to it. Was it really like that? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, of course, I wasn't um, around him a great deal. Uh-huh. Um, just because, you know, he would be in his dressing room or filming other scenes or whatever the case may be. But the time that I was, absolutely. And then it was always so funny because he would get to the point where he would get ready to say something that he probably had no business saying. And then here I would come pop up. He'd be like, why did you always, who, somebody get this little girl who keeps popping up every time I'm getting ready. <laughs> yeah, because you knew you weren't supposed to say it. And every time he was getting ready to open up that mouth, here Keanu comes, he'd be like, hey. Where'd you come from? <laughs> don't know. That sounds like, man, that sounds yeah. So we have so much in common. I remember you were on the set with my cousin when you did Moesha. Yes. And I was so jealous because it's always been on my wish list. It still is. One day you and I will work together. I, I Listen, I claim that. <laughs> yes, me too. I'm going to play your big sister or something. Boom. Let's go. <laughs> so... How was it working with my cousin? Because I only got to do that one time. Love it. I love it. So sweet. So, so sweet. And you know, that's like, that's my girl. So that is my girl. So I I had fun and she was so patient with me because I was one of those individuals who was like, and I don't get necessarily starstruck easily but I was just so like just the whole set it was just everything that was going on I was like oh my gosh I literally watch these people on tv and I'm sitting here ah! oh. so yeah it was it was amazing so she was so patient with me because she knew I was like probably on 20 and then and then that was my first time actually doing a show in front of a live audience oh really so yes so I was super super nervous and she was like it's gonna be okay. You're gonna have so much fun. I was like, I know. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Like, you know, because it's like you you get this one take. Well, I, they do it multiple times, but essentially, you know, it's like one take, if you will, in front of all these people. And she's like, so weird. But she was, like I said, so patient and so sweet. And then when I went back, probably like maybe a month later, I took one of my friends to one of the tapings, and she was like, Oh my gosh! I was like, so, but yeah, we, we had a ball. That's, that's my girl. And I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. What, 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 what do you think is the, the part? Because you was on In the House, too, with LL. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Oh, boy. LL is hilarious. Um, and I think Alfonso is a whole nutcase because he is so so funny his comedic timing is amazing and I actually I had an opportunity to actually have individual conversations with both of them just kind of about because you know they've been in the industry for much longer than I had you know different capacities so being able to have a conversation you know with how how that was um, what they learned and some of the nuggets that I can kind of take along with that and I think especially with LL, you know, there were times when I would improv and just kind of throw him off a little bit. And then we would cut. He'd be like, so where'd that come from? I'm like, I, I have no idea. It was just off the cuff. Let's just go with it. Um, but definitely, I mean, an amazing, amazing experience. We had an absolute ball. I got to spend a lot of time with them and got to share so many stories. And then, you know, Alfonso was sharing with me about, you know, how it was on the Fresh Prince and, and, you know, kind of his transition because he was young, you know, when he started Fresh Prince and 
also, you know, being able to explain to me what some of the things were that he did when it was time for him to, you know, make that transition into adulthood and what that looked like for him and some of those things that, you know, I can kind of carry to help me with that transition because, of course, this was all would have be becoming, shall I say, um, new to me, you know, transitioning from a child to now an adult. So he was kind of giving me some of those nuggets and, and what to look for, how to handle that. Uh, and so I was, I was appreciative because it was, at that time I was kind of getting a teenager. So things as far as the business were changing for me mm-hmm. and along with just, you know, like personally, you know, things were changing. I'm growing up, you know, things are different. You know, my body's changing. I'm like, I don't know what is going on. I'm so confused. So being able to kind of talk to, you know, someone who's made that transition. And then, of course, I'm I'm literally like four foot 11 and I've, that's it. So, <laughs> you know, being in going up, but then also being so tiny, it was it's a very tough. weird position to be in. So talking to him about that and, you know, kind of what I can do to really kind of stand uh, apart from others, if you will. and. So it was it was a blessing and we had an amazing time. I think I filmed for like almost a month. I was on four episodes. So it was great. Beautiful. I'm sorry. I just want to talk before you go on about her job, about the transition, because I've been Thank there. Um, it gets really weird. All of a sudden you go from being the baby girl who everybody is really sweet to, to now these old men producers are trying to sleep with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many things that you could have done because I know <laughs> that have brought forth, but you've kept your integrity throughout your mm-hmm. career. You've never taken mm-hmm. some of those jobs that I'm sure have been offered to you because they were offered to me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> in fact, we worked with the same agent at one point who was kind of encouraging to take those jobs that I wasn't really comfortable with. Mm-hmm. How did you stay clear and firm within your belief to not, you know, go take your top off and get naked Mm -hmm. or to Mm -hmm. go to dinner with those producers? Because that's not your thing. Right. Um, Right. And I'm so proud of you for it. But I know like the auditions that would come to me. So I know what came to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you really have to make a decision on you know, my, like you said, my integrity mm-hmm. and my reputation and the image that I want to present or money. Mm-hmm. And for me, my integrity was more important. And yes, that meant that I lost out on jobs. That meant, you know, there's periods where I'm not working because I'm choosing to, you know, hold steadfast to what it is that I believe in. Mm-hmm. And also thinking about the fact that I have younger sisters. So I didn't want my younger sisters looking at me and saying, oh, well, my sister's on here, you know, naked, whatever. Like, it's fine for me to go, no, no, no. We have more respect for ourselves than that. So, and it was, it's a hard decision to make because, and not, you know, being completely transparent, there were some of these ones that were really, really good. Like, I was like, I could really do this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Mm, I have to sacrifice my beliefs and I just, I, I don't want to 
I don't want to do that. It's not worth it. So you just have to make a decision. And it's it's not easy, but you have to understand that if for whatever reason, you know, you're choosing not to do this, which I did, then that means that another something is on the way to you that is going to fit what you're comfortable with and what you know works for you and, and, and the message that you are trying to portray. And then I think also, you know, thinking about the greats, you know, that wasn't something that they had to do in order for them to become successful and to become great. So I don't have to do that either. I want my talent to be able to speak for itself, not my physical body and what you see. Can I, can I expand on that? Um, mm-hmm. so, so, so I'm not, like I said, I'm not into, I'm not into Hollywood. So I'm, I'm really asking questions as a fan. Cause I'm, I I, I know. so, um, <laughs> when is it as an actress, when is it okay to like, to do a love scene or extreme kissing scene or mm-hmm. okay to do that? But like, when do you know that as being uncomfortable? Because we have seen some, cases where um you know that love scene is kind of appropriate for the picture so mm-hmm. when do you when do you decide cherry you can tell me too when do you decide that nah but i'm not going that far like when do you know it's inappropriate got you so okay all right so a distinction have you watched bitterton on netflix i've heard of it i haven't watched it yet everybody's telling okay. me i haven't watched it yet it's very good. It's very good. Let me just say that. Um, however, there are definitely, and not trying to, you know, spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen it, but there are definitely some serious sexes in the show. Um, however, I feel like they are classy in nature, meaning there's um, more so of leaving things to the imagination. There is, you know, simulation, but I'm not necessarily seeing half of everybody's body all the time, per se. Um, And then you switch gears and you think of something like, which, I mean, she was phenomenal. So this is definitely not initiated at all, but this is the first thing that came to my mind, like Monsters Ball. Yeah. Like that one scene with Holly, like that for me, which, I mean, killed it, crushed it. Holly Berry is amazing. So I'm, I'm not even mad at it. That would just be something that would be uncomfortable for me. Mm, I so I ain't gonna do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, was like, I, that was a lot. I know she won, was, but that's what she won awards for. Isn't that crazy? She's been so phenomenal, and I love her. Yes, I love yes. her. Like, so tell me the secrets behind that. Like, how much of that? Like, what? It wasn't real. No, yeah. it's not real. So, so right. let me let me give you my example. Yeah, I got a call one time from. And Kelsey Grammer had a, a project that he was EPing. And the conversation between me and the agent was, it's Kelsey Grammer. And I was like, I don't see why my tits are so important. It's not even a fucking reoccurring role. It's just a check. Who yeah, the fuck is yeah. Kelsey Grammer? And he was like, not that I don't know who he is. Kelsey Grammer has had a tremendous career and cheers to him you know what i'm saying but cherry johnson is not being offered money from kelsey grammar that is going to change her life 
right? So I'm not auditioning to go in here and get naked. Mm -hmm. Where I decided that I wasn't going on that audition because it just wasn't for me, right? Because it didn't move the story forward. It was not going to help my career. It was Mm -hmm. not going to be a turning point that was going to make me some astronomical money. Mm -hmm. But what I did do is I turned around in another film and I had a threesome with two women in the movie. I didn't show anything. I think you saw a side boob, under boob, something like that. There was, there was boob, but there was no nipple. But my character who had the threesome with two women was on a low budget independent film. It drove the story. That makes sense. It gave me the opportunity. I was a dirty cop. And I was, I fell in love with somebody who I was casing. Not only did I fall in love with, but I lusted. So it gave me an opportunity as an actress to do something I had never done, to do yes. something I was interested in, and to do something that drove the story in a different right. way. Right. Right. I'm asking as a fan, when yeah. when when you do when you go into audition for that, yeah. Ask you to come in topless so you can. Is that part of the audition? No, no, okay. no, not now. I wrote some stories. They've asked <laughs> me to come in in a bikini. Yes, rush yes, hour I, two. Um, uh, rush hour two asked me to come in in a bikini, and it was not a comfortable audition. I'll say that. Got you, got you. SG sixty. See what I'm talking about. <laughs> Right, maybe I should get my. You're right. Let me let me get my tea because I got tea here. Let me get my tea. It was not a comfortable audition. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like I, I think that it's very important, exactly what you said to to help drive the story forward. But I know that there are, are just certain things that I'm just I'm not I'm just not comfortable with, and and showing my body like that is definitely one of them because of the fact that again I want you to see my talent I want my talent to be able to tell the story now sometimes that is important and a crucial part of the story then let's figure that out how to Mm -hmm. simulate that without me having to be the one who is completely exposed because it's generally always the women yeah I have great tits I'm not even really opposed to showing them because at Mm -hmm. 45 they still sitting pretty boom but make it make sense Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm May it be something that when people see the film, they're not just like, did you see Cherry's tits? Right, right. Make it be the character that people remember. Make it be the film that people remember, that project. Absolutely. It was like, Cherry did that. You know what I'm saying? And also make the paycheck make sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it's all that math got a math. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> you know, so un, unless that, like, that's one of the things that I'm not interested in doing. I'm not interested in being in a film where, like, I have to play um, possessed or there's some type of exorcism and I'm good on that. No, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Uh, no, no, no. That's, I cannot do it. I've had to say no several times because I'm like, you know, there's this, okay, the script is interesting, but you see, like, on page 15 where the priest come and he's throwing holy water on me, and then you see the demon. I'm good. No, no, no. Oh, thank you. See, Cherry will fuck with the demon. You know what I'm saying? Throw you do that? Yeah. Catholic school, I got a sick sense of humor. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. 
I just, I can't. It's just something. And maybe, honestly, to be told, I think maybe it's because I'm low-key scary. I think mm-hmm. that's also part of it. Like, I'm but low-key. Just, I don't want to die. I'm cool on dying. Yeah, see? And because that's life good. imitates art. So there's some Yes. I'm not going to. I'll kill somebody, though. Yeah, I could do that. Depending, I could do that. Like yeah. you know, we could talk about it. You know, just depending. But yeah, that's so that's that's something else. I'm like, I'm I'm good on that. But other than that, like I'm open to discussion mm. about you know what may present itself. So I, I was looking at you know so a lot of the things that you've done. Um, do you know how many uh, actors you and Cherry have in common? That y'all work together? Work, I mean, work I with. do not. Um, it's a lot, huh? Like, hey. Right? I don't know, but I, I know that she did grown-ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you worked with Soleil and uh, Jalil. Yeah. And uh, Bumper. Oh, yeah. With Soleil. That is so true. <gasps> I totally forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. That's that. Uh, love it. Yeah, and that's why that's why I feel like I've been such a fan of her career and to watch her literally grow and blossom is amazing and then come to find out at one point we had the same agent and it was just like it was amazing. It's yeah. is amazing. How did you get yeah. acting? So, I think honestly and truly I, this was something that I knew that I wanted to do since I was probably about three, four. Yeah. I realized from a very early age that this was my purpose. And I, ha- I always tell the story about how I was a huge, huge, huge Whitney Houston fan. So um, this is, gosh, I, yeah, I was probably like maybe three, four at the time. Whitney Houston had a concert. Was it a concert? Yes for some troops. I think they were in Iraq or something like that. I can't exactly remember where. However, my grandmother take this concert for me. I knew like the the set list, the choreography, forwards and backwards. Like I knew the ad libs when she was talking to the crowd. I could say I, I didn't miss a beat. I watched this concert over and over because that was my girl. Then the bodyguard came out, and I was like, what she do that for? Because now I need to be on TV, for real, for real. And I told my mom, <laughs> I want to be Whitney Houston. And my mom was like, okay, so you can't be Whitney because God only made one of them. But what you can do is be the best Kiami that you can be. And oh. the best Kiami that you can be, is that what you see as far as like yourself being on TV? And is that what, yes, that's it. So, and then from there, I actually started out modeling. So, like I said earlier, I'm from Kentucky. So, respect, however, comma, there is not a lot of opportunity, if you will, in Kentucky as far as like for entertainment and things like that. They make film. You're out of Chicago. I mean, I guess you probably could, but I mean, you just you I mean you gotta move to a place where the opportunity is there. Mm-hmm. So I started out modeling with a model and talent agency um called Images Model and Talent in Kentucky. And so I started there and then after that 
I went to a few modeling conventions, found my very first manager who I still talk to to this day. And I moved to LA. And, you know, my mom was like, you sure? Like, this is what you want to do? I was like, absolutely. And, you know, we talked about it, how that meant that there was going to be sacrifice. You know, how that meant that I wasn't going to be able to see my family as much as I wanted to because I'm across the country. How that means, you know, that because she's a single mother. Um, So she was like, you know, how that means that there are times when you may not always get, you know, what it is that you want. Because I got to make sure that you're taken care of. You'll never need for anything. But sometimes, you know, you just can't always have what you want. So understanding what all that looks like. And she's like, I just want to make sure you get it as as well as a seven-year-old could. And at that point, we made the move. And the rest is history. He also (laughs) writes. I do. So let's talk a little bit about that because you've come to the point where you're like, you can't just leave your career in everybody else's hands and do these hundred auditions before you get a job. What prompted you to um, start writing? I think it was honestly just that. And I think there was just a story that I needed to tell. And so when it came time to wanting to tell this story, I was like, well, who better to be able to tell it than myself? And at the end of the day, that means that I can create my content the way that I want to create my content and say what I want to say, how I want to say it, and not have to necessarily be controlled by any outside variables. So that was what started the process. Now, being candid, it's not totally my most favoriteest thing to do because here's the thing. I get bored easily. I'm not even gonna lie. I do. So it, it just requires now I do it because I, I enjoy the creative process in general. Um however, it just like my I feel like just that attention span of mine I'm just like okay this is a lot and I don't have the patience I was just talking (laughs) to my mom about this earlier today where I'm like I really believe you know like the lesson is patience because I am not Mm -hmm. the most patient of person so I think that that really is where it stems from not that I don't necessarily enjoy it or like and that my creative juices flow like I, I enjoyed that process of it it's just the being patient and seeing it through is the thing that is just like, <sighs> but I, I do it because I enjoy the end result. And I enjoy, like I said, being able to tell my story my way. Plus, I also enjoy watching others kind of bring my story to life, which is a beautiful thing too to kind of see that. So I work through the, maybe the grunt work so that we can get to that part of it. But yeah, to to definitely kind of bring it full circle, it was just to make sure that I can kind of, you know, be in control of of my career. And like you said, it's it's a hard when you have, you know, got to got the boss up, like because it's a hard waiting on other people, you know, to call you. And I was at yeah. the point where I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, and and it's cool, and I'm grateful, you know, that Matilda continues to open doors for me. However, at a certain point, I also was like, okay, well, I'm not going to allow you to create a seat at the table. I'm going to just go ahead and pull up a chair and have a seat. I don't need you to give me a seat. I'm going to bring my own. 
Uh, last thing I gotta say. So, so you say you four foot eleven. I am. Uh-huh. I, okay, I say five foot just because it's easier to round it up. But I don't quite think I'm five foot. I really think I'm like four eleven. But we gonna go with five foot just because it's easier. So you should be <laughs> in every Kevin Hart movie then. Anytime Kevin Hart. But is, listen. Listen. Every time it's he needs a, a, a girlfriend, a wife. That's real though. That's real. I lost a job over being too tall for Kevin. So that's real. Did you? Wait, what happened? What'd you say? I lost a job over being too tall. Kevin was doing this pilot long time ago and they got mad at me because I said put his ass on the Apple box. Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, hey, that's what they for, though. I mean, that's not a lie. I mean, I, I see no lies. I, I don't know. <laughs> right? So fucking cute. Of course. So cute and so precious. I love you when you come back. I love you. Love you. Yes. yes. Yes, 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 yes. Promise. I, I, I got you. Thank you. Thomas it was a pleasure. Hey, you gotta come back after I decorate the room. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Like I'm ready, ready. I'm serious. I love you. I love and you. And I'm so too. proud of you. Thanks. Turn across the world. Welcome to Cherry's world. Turn across the world. Welcome to Cherry's world. Representing for every girl. Welcome to Cherry's world. Representing for every girl. Welcome to Cherry's world. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.